It's the Rich in the Morning Show. Let's get it. Yeah. I'm on set. 50,000 on my head is disrespect. So offended that I had to double check. I'ma always take the money over sex. That's why they need me out the way what you expect. Got a lot of blood and it's cold. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Rich in the Morning Show. Um, Sorry if I sound a little somber this morning. Uh, how fitting that song song was to lead us into this segment. Um, I'm upset. I, I am. Uh, after last episode, if you tuned in, uh, we began the show off such a positive way, uh, such such an uplifting way that um, to turn around and have to start this one off. On, on, a, on a similar topic uh, is disappointing. It's upsetting to me. Uh, I'm just going to get straight to it, man. Uh, Donald Trump took to Twitter after uh, I, I made the comments last episode that, hey, man, if you if at this point you don't like LeBron um, because something off the court, something's wrong with you. The man does no wrong off the court. Like, seriously. Never been... I, I'm curious to see if the man's ever had a parking ticket. <laughs> he's never done any wrong. He's created this school where he's giving back to his community in Akron, Ohio, where he's giving out bikes, transportation, um, giving a food pantry to the parents, making sure when they're older, they have an opportunity to go to the University of Akron, which is truly amazing. Um, our president, uh, Mr. Donald Trump, took to Twitter and uh, he commented on the interview that LeBron did with Don Lemon on CNN. And uh, on the interview, LeBron had comments about uh, Trump and uh, he stated that he wouldn't even sit across from the man. Uh, everyone has their opinions about Trump. I know I have my, I don't, I, I am not a Donald Trump supporter whatsoever. I disagree with a lot of things that, that he stands for. Um, and LeBron is as well. Uh, the comments Trump made on Twitter, he stated, LeBron was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television. <laughs> Come on, man. That right, I got to interrupt myself. That right there. LeBron was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television referring to Don Lemon. Um, come on, man. It's, how can you even make that comment, uh, especially in the day and times that we live in today? There's so much crazy stuff on television. Uh, a reporter for CNN can't possibly be the dumbest man on television. Moving on. He states that Don Lemon's the dumbest man on television. He said he made LeBron look smart. Which isn't easy to do. <laughs> this is utterly ridiculous. And he ended the, the 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 quote with, "I like Mike." Let me let me get on that for a second. I I have a problem with him throwing Mike's name into this. Um, I also have a problem with MJ, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But in what world? Can you put 
Don Lemon, LeBron James, and Don and uh, Michael Jordan all in the same sentence. How does that happen? I don't understand it. Uh, but I'll tell you why I feel like he made that. That I like Mike. Why he threw that in? Mike's known as a guy who who doesn't take a stance on you know controversial things. You know he may give back in his own way, but he's not someone who's gonna stand like the guys kneeling for the anthem. I feel like if Mike was in the NFL, he definitely would, would not be kneeling for no anthem. He's gonna stand tall. He's gonna be on the right side of things, the so-called right side of things, and and he ain't kneeling for no anthem. That's the type of guy. I feel like Michael Jordan is. He's a guy, when they say shut up and dribble, he shuts up. That, that's, he, he's the, the person, the standard that they hold everyone to because Michael Jordan shuts up and dribbles. Uh, when he said, I like Mike, I feel like he said, I like the guy who shuts up and dribbles. Um, it's disappointing that our president has made these comments of two African-American men. Um, I'm under the impression that our president is a racist. Um, and it's upsetting that he would, you know, down LeBron after this amazing moment he's just had and, and created this school. And although I feel like, yeah, LeBron might have threw some shots in an interview on CNN. But, hey, after this, I feel like you're the president. After this um, moment for LeBron, you can't, you can't, you can't even throw a shot back. So that's disappointing to me. Um, quote by LeBron, for someone to try to divide us by using our platform of sport, question mark, sport has given me everything I could ever ask for. I couldn't let that happen. Um, salute to LeBron for always being able to be that guy to take a stance. Uh, that's an uncomfortable Position, but that's just show that just goes to the leadership of LeBron that he doesn't mind, you know, whatever criticism comes his way. Uh, I feel like his career has helped mold him into that guy, and uh, I truly appreciate it. Um, unlike Michael Jordan, someone who, when when asked about the comment of of Donald Trump, this is he he, he quoted, "I support LJ." He didn't even refer to the man by his name, first and foremost. Come on, MJ. He said he's doing an amazing job for his community, end quote. Michael Jordan. You are the guy that shuts up and dribbles, man. Of course you're going to come out and you got to support LeBron. If you don't, if you don't come out and show support for this guy who's done this amazing thing for his community, and you just sit back and watch and let the president say what he's going to say after he's insulted LeBron and insulted Don Lemon. You you have too much influence in our community and to just sit back and just be one, two word sentences. I need a paragraph from you, Mike. Come on, man. I need a paragraph from you, dude. You sitting up here. You're watching. You're sitting here watching all the things that Trump does. This is your time. You get a free pass. You get a free pass right here. To, to, to take a shot, to take a shot and not feel no backlash from and lose no money or no sales from your shoes or whatever you're focused on. This is your chance. This is your get out of jail free card. He's just insulted LeBron, something you can't, everybody knows. That's why so many, so many athletes and fig, people in, in, of entertainment are, 
are taking up for LeBron. Donovan Mitchell's taking up for him. Spike Lee, Paul Towns, Trevor Noah. Trump's own wife <laughs> was on the side of LeBron in this one. And all you can give me is a one, two word sentence, Le- uh, Mike. Come on, Mike. You do, you may be the greatest player of all time, but every time LeBron will win because he's more all around you. He's a more all around person. He's not selfish. Nobody likes a selfish person, Mike. Come on, dude. This is your this was your your chance to take a stance. Hey, I'm riding with LeBron. I'm riding with. Hey, we gonna we gonna. I'm, I get to say whatever I feel about the president. One free shot, and you didn't you didn't take it. All you said was, I support LJ. You didn't even call the man by his own name. You didn't even call the man by his own name. I'm upset this morning, man. I'm upset. Michael Jordan, you got to do better, man. Every day I got to tell you, you got to do better. I even got to do better most of the time. But Michael Jordan, you have to do better. That's going to end our first segment for today. Moving along in segment two, we got we, I got a lot to cover. NBA... Uh, Schedules came out, NBA uh, playoff projections, uh, playoff wins or uh, season wins, all came out. We're going to cover all that in segment two. Stay tuned. Stay listening. It's the Rich in the Morning Show. It's the Rich in the Morning Show. Public service announcement. If you're an upcoming 6th, 7th, or 8th grader or high school looking to make your freshman, junior varsity, or varsity basketball teams, you need to be at Rich Training. It's only one place to be. Here at Rich Training, we want to help those that want to work hard, want to be coached, and looking to make it to the collegiate level. Rich Training going to offer you things such as precise, efficient basketball drills. want to make sure your cardio is where it needs to be. You can come get your shot where it needs to be. We want to make sure you're eating good. We want to make sure you're doing well in the classroom. We want to make sure you're being just a good person in life. So if you want to be great, you want to strive for success, Come to Rich Training. You can only get that here live on the Rich in the Morning Show. Let's get it. And we're back. It's the Rich in the Morning Show. Uh, before we left for break, you know, we, we, I, I'll let you guys know. We're going to cover some NBA bread and butter. We're going to get straight to it like there's nothing to it. NBA, baby. I'm so excited for this NBA season. I, I wish it started tomorrow. <laughs> I swear I do. Uh, but, yeah, some win totals came out. Some some obvious, some upsetting. Uh, but uh, I'm going to cover the West first. Uh, first in the West, obviously, uh, who they have projected to win the most games this year, uh, the Golden State Warriors. Not a big surprise here. They have them projected around 61 to 63 wins. Uh, not, not a surprise here. Uh, they got KD. They they added Boogie Cousins and shoot. If Boogie was there healthy all year, for one, they probably wouldn't have him. But if he was healthy, even around maybe like the Christmas Day games, uh, which on Christmas Day, some scheduled games came out. It was on Christmas. We got Golden State in L.A., uh, which should be fun. I, I, I don't like how they always try to – me personally, I would have – I'm going to enjoy the Golden State Warriors-Lakers matchup, obviously. But – why not bring the Lakers Celtics tradition back? That's what I want to see. I want to see that Lakers. I want. To, I'm more interested interested in Lakers Celtics than uh, Lakers Golden State. Uh, I feel like me personally. I feel like it, they just want to. Golden State just gonna beat up on LeBron. LeBron's gonna be great. He's gonna have a fifty and a triple double. 
<laughs> but I would personally rather have seen on Christmas Day that late. Bring that Lakers, bring that Lakers Celtics game back. But it is what it is. Moving along, we're gonna get to the number two seed in the West. Uh, that would be Houston. They got them projected anywhere from 56 to 58 wins. Uh, that would put them second in the West. Uh, I agree with that. I think you add Melo. I think you uh, you bring back Capella. You bring back CP3. You bring back your core, your team. Uh, although I do think they're going to miss Trevor Ariza. They're going to miss uh, Bob Musse. Uh, you still got P.J. Tucker there. Uh, so I, I project this. That's about, that sounds pretty accurate. They got you second in the West. Projected around 56 to 58 wins. Hey, that seems pretty accurate. Moving along at the third seed. Which I feel like it's a toss-up right here. This could go one of five different ways. Uh, but they have OKC projected 50 wins. Also LA. So they're third and fourth. LA and OKC third and fourth. They got them projected around 47 to somewhere around 50 wins. Both teams. Uh, I, I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, I think you bring me if, you, if you're OKC. You got Paul George. You bring back Westbrook. You go get a Dennis Schroeder, which I really like that move because uh, Raymond Felton, he wasn't going to get the job done. I really love the OKC edition of uh, Dennis Schroeder. Uh, you still got Steven Adams. You got Jeremy Grant, who's going to defend. Oh, you also bring back Robeson, who uh, you you were missing. You, you could definitely tell that team was missing a Robeson. I think if you got Robeson last year, you can make some noise. You definitely ain't getting beat by the Jazz, uh, but... Uh, it is what it is. I expect OKC to be pretty darn good up there with that 3-4 seed. Uh, L.A., what else needs to be said? You win 35 games last year. You win about 47 to 50 wins. LeBron's good for 12 to 15, if not 20 wins uh, by himself. So you add LeBron, you bring in Rondo, you bring in JaVale McGee, you bring in Lance, you bring in all these different uh, characters. I think it will work. Some people have been comparing it to... Uh, LeBron last year in Cleveland, uh, they had D-Rose, you got D-Wade, you got Isaiah Thomas, you got Jay Crowder, you got LeBron, you got Kevin Love, you got all this talent. I don't think it will be like that. I think it will mesh way better than that did. Uh, you got, I love what Rondo's going to bring to this team. I love what he's going to do for uh, Lonzo. And Lonzo, people don't really understand, they're sleeping like, these young guys, they're only going to get better and better, I think. And especially with LeBron. Lonzo, you're going to improve. Uh, Kuzma's definitely going to. I love, I love Kuzma's game, man. He's a dog. Uh, Brandon Ingram. I got to see a lot more from Brandon Ingram. But I think with LeBron being there, it's going to only help Brandon Ingram. Uh, so, it'll be interesting to see his progress this year uh, with LeBron being there. Uh, but like I said, anywhere from 47 to 50 wins, that seems pretty accurate. That'll have them. Somewhere in between third and fourth in the West. That's where they're projected. Uh, moving along, you got Utah. They're projected anywhere from 45 to 48 wins, uh, which is pretty, I think, it's right on spot. You got uh, Donovan Mitchell, who's going to be come back as his sophomore season, and I do not think there will be a sophomore slump. This dude is the real deal, Holyfield. He is a hooper, period, hooper. If you look up Hooper in the dictionary, you're going to see, uh, you're probably going to see Kobe Bryant, but right under Kobe now, you might see a little Ashley, you might see Donovan Mitchell. You got Donovan Mitchell. Dude is the real deal. 
big-time hooper. What he did for that team last year after they lose Gordon Hayward is truly remarkable. He had a, a wonderful run. And he up, he, if, 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 he beat that OKC team with Paul George. With, he, he probably has a big, if Melo wants to thank anybody for getting him out of OKC, he might need to thank this dude, Donovan Mitchell, just to be completely serious with you. Dude was hooping the whole series, got them the heck up out of there, and I'm excited to see what this team brings. You still got Gobert, you got Jay Crowder, you got uh, you bring in a Grayson Allen. I like the things they did this offseason. They're a tough, gritty team. They kind of remind me of that old Memphis Grizzly grit and grind team, but they got that dude. See, grit the, when Memphis was in their grit and grinder, they didn't really had that dude. Donovan Mitchell is that dude who can take you from good to great. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised, hey, this team could, could easily, they got them projected around the fifth, sixth seed. This team could easily be a third seed. Uh, moving along, you got the San Antonio Spurs. They got, this was a little low to me. Uh, I understand Kawhi was a heck of a player, but I think they won, if I'm not mistaken, I have to double check this. I think they won somewhere around 46, 47 games last year. They got that, and that's really without a Kawhi Leonard on your team. This year they have uh, them projected anywhere from 40. Five to 48 wins, which I'm going to be on the uh, spectrum that, hey, I think they're going to be closer to 48 to 49 wins because, I mean, hey, you give Pop uh, a Kawhi-less team and he wins 45, 46 games, I believe that if you add a DeMar DeRose and a Yaga Pirtle, that you should be up to that 48-50 wins total. But the thing is, this West, man, is such a beast. It's a beast. It's scary this year. Like, and you're going to see as I move along, there's some teams in here, man, that I'm like, somebody got to get left out. <laughs> it's the wild, wild west for real. Seriously, this west is some danger. If they got the San Antonio Spurs bringing in DeRozan uh, to match up with a LaMarcus Aldridge, Beyonce Murray, you got these dudes, and they're only projected around 46. To 48 wins, it's a you know it's a tough league, dude. It's a it's a tough league. Uh the seventh seed, seventh, eighth, and ninth is kind of tricky for me. This is where teams are projected. They got the T-Wolves uh projected around 43 to 46 wins. They got the Nuggets projected around 43 to 45 wins, and they got the Pelicans projected to be anywhere from 42 to 44 wins. Uh, oh, Portland as well. Anywhere from 41 to 43 wins. Uh, this point, I'm going to give you my rankings. Because right now, it's all over the place. You got They they got Timberwolves 7th, the Nuggets 8th. Uh, so, that'll round out that 8 in the West. My predictions in the, in the West, I'm going to go 1, Golden State. I'm going to go 2, Houston. I'm going to go 3, L.A., I'm going to go for OKC, and I probably should give Utah the nod here, uh, simply of what they did in the playoffs to OKC last year. But I think if you add a Dennis Schroeder, you bring back a Roberson, uh, you still got your core. I, I, I don't think I only think that Paul George and Westbrook will only – their chemistry will only improve going into this year. That's why I have them fourth. Uh, I wouldn't be – like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Utah jumped up to that third seed or even to that fourth seed. Uh, so I got LA, I mean, okay. C fourth in the West. I got Utah fifth. I got San Antonio six. 
I have the Memphis Grizzlies at seven. And I want to address the Memphis Grizzlies real quick because they only got us projected to 32 to 35 wins, which was would essentially leave us out of the playoffs. But I made my bold proclamation on here, the hot take of the day. The Grizzlies will be the seventh seed. Six, don't be surprised if they're the sixth seed. I'm going to stick with it. It's going to throw some teams out of the playoffs. We're going to say bye-bye Pelicans, Aunt Davis. You ain't getting back to the playoffs. We're going to say bye-bye Damian Lillard. Y'all ain't getting to the playoffs. Uh, so I'm going to go seventh. The Grizzlies, eighth seed. I'm going with the Nuggets because I love what they did this offseason. You bring in Michael Porter. I don't know if he'll be healthy enough to play. But if he is, I like that addition. I like the uh, you bringing back Will Barton. I like this Nuggets team. They a game out last year, game out the year before. This is the year. <laughs> this is the year the Nuggets get in, and my and and we're gonna round out seventh uh, and eighth with uh, the Grizzlies and the Nuggets. That will leave Timberwolves, the Timberwolves, out of the playoffs. That will leave the New Orleans Pelicans out of the playoffs, and that will also leave the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, out of the playoffs, and to speak on Portland, uh, they they didn't really do anything this offseason. So if you don't do, if you in the West and you ain't getting better, that only means one thing: you're getting worse. So I got my projections. You got Golden State, Houston, L.A., OKC, Utah, San Antonio, the Grizzlies, and the Denver Nuggets. That's my projections in the West. Uh, feel free to call in. Hey, I might sound ludicrous. But well, feel free to call in, uh, voice your opinions on that. Uh, we're going to move along to the East, which is uh, a little bit more easier to depict than that Wild Wild West. But uh, at number one, they have the Boston Celtics projected from anywhere from 55 to 58 wins. Uh, second, they got Toronto projected anywhere from 51 to 53 wins. They got Philly projected from anywhere to 51 to 53 wins. Then they got the Wizards uh, projected from anywhere from 44 to 47 wins. Then you got Milwaukee, who's projected anywhere from 44 to 46 wins. Uh, You got the Indiana Patriots projected around that same total, 44 to 46. You got the Heat uh, projected around 42 wins and the Pistons around 41 uh, I'm going to give you my seeding as far as this goes. I'm going to go number one. I'm going to go Boston. Uh, I think they they bring back, they get back Kyrie Irving. They bring back Gordon Hayward. Uh, Tatum and Brown showed us what they can do. They are hoopers. You got, like I said, you got Kobe's name in the dictionary of the hooper. Then you got Donovan Mitchell. Then you're going to go under their little name, and you're going to see Jason Tatum. Then under that name, you're going to see Jalen Brown as far as hoopers. The hooper category is, is long, it's extended. Uh, but, yeah, you got those young young guys. You got Al Horford. You got Scary Terry. This team is destined to, to upset that Golden State team. And Golden State, you guys can sleep and think you're going to cakewalk to these finals this year. You're lucky. You're lucky. I ain't gonna say that. I'm, 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 I was gonna say they, they lucky they didn't see Boston last year, but it, it would have been a massacre as well. <laughs> but Boston this year, if, if healthy, because Kyrie Irving, I, what's his health like? Gordon Hayward, what's their health like? I pray that these guys are healthy, because I want to see somebody in their East 
go at Golden State or whoever comes out there west, which I still ultimately believe will be Golden State. But I do think that, hey, if Boston gets there healthy with the with the with the Brad Stevens coach team, uh they gonna have a chance to win championship this year. If healthy, which the big question mark is if healthy. Uh moving along, I got the number two seed in the East, uh Toronto. I love, 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 love the addition of, of Kawhi Leonard. Uh, uh, it take it take big ball. It takes some guts to step out there and, and risk trading for Kawhi Leonard. No, hearing all the rumblings that he's gonna head to LA. It take it's a huge risk. But I, if you ain't if you ain't going for it all, if you ain't trying to win a championship every year, what are you doing? So shout out to that owner. Uh, it was a it was an uncomfortable move that he had to make, but it was it was a needed move. Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry. Let's not forget, not this past the year prior, Demar Derozan basically essentially said, "Hey, I I can't do nothing with this LeBron James dude," and it, it really made me look at him a little differently. And it, I think it maybe made some people in the organization look at him a little differently because ultimately, if you look at the Toronto staff with Demar Derozan, they can only do so much. Uh, you got you got uh Kyle Lowry, DeRozan. They gonna win you fifty games in the East. They gonna be a top seed every year. But are you gonna win, compete for a championship? No. And which why they made this move. I love the move. I think it's gonna help them. They're gonna be able to push Boston. Uh, if that's a showdown in that Eastern Conference Finals, man, it's gonna be an all-out bar fight, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, moving along. Philadelphia is my third projected team, and it was kind of a toss-up because uh, they're still so young. I, and they got Embiid. I do expect uh, Ben Simmons to come back with somewhat of something resembling a jump shot. Dude, you got to get something, like 15-foot or something. Even though that, that shot is going out, you got to do something where maybe even if it's just stand still, three-point shoot, you got to be able to knock down some shots, dude. Uh, if you do even, even halfway do that, Dude, you're gonna be a pretty, you're gonna be a beast. I hope he's in the gym shooting a thousand shots a day. Is if you're not, I don't know what you're doing. Everything else in your game is solid. Uh, your, your court vision is second to none. Uh, you, you can get to the rack whenever you feel like it. Uh, defensively, I would like, I want to see you take another step. I want to see you, you, you know, be solid defensively and be a lockdown defender. Really focus on becoming a two way player. But if you do, if you get a jump shot, Ben Simmons, there's no reason why you can't challenge Boston uh, and Toronto up for that top one, two, three seed. It's going to be close. Uh, moving along, I got the Wizards uh, to be the fourth seed. Uh, I have been saying I think they could get up to third, but I think if Philly does what they, they're supposed to do, uh, Toronto and Boston, I think ultimately the Wizards are their next team, fourth, that fourth team in the East. And, uh, I like the addition of Dwight Howard. It's going to be interesting to see. They got some personalities over there. Uh, you can you can maybe question some of the work that work ethic over there with that team. But uh, talent wise, on paper, y'all should be up there. Y'all can compete with any team in this league and any team and definitely in the East. Y'all can compete. So John Wall, I'm calling you out, dude. It's time for you to step up and lead this team to the conference finals and do what's need to be done. You a big time player. Come out of Kentucky. You had all the hype. 
You had your little dance. It's time to put up or shut up, John Wall. And I do, I do see him uh, exceeding expectations this year. And uh, it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to watch the East this year because we, it, the East has been watered. It seemed like it's watered down. Teams are competitive, especially the top four seats. But if you got LeBron dominating the league, it's gonna look like the league is trash. I think you're gonna find a, a more of an appreciation for the East this year. Uh, with LeBron James being gone, and it's really going to give hope to guys. He really – how you take hope from a whole conference? Think about this. You – this in the West? Okay, Golden State, y'all really took hope too, but at the end of the day, Houston feel like they can beat y'all. Okay, see, and, and don't get me wrong, Boston, Toronto, Philly, they all felt like they could have thrown LeBron, but did you really though? <laughs> I don't think you really thought that. If a guy's won the league seven, eight times – when it comes down to those pivotal moments in games, self-doubt has to kick in because he's done this time and time again. It's, it's going to be fun to see him move to the West, but I look forward to seeing which team in the East really captures that uh, really captures that, that next wave and try to make a run at this thing. It's time to go win the championship. So, some teams in the East didn't have championship aspirations, or they, they might even be in the top seed. You didn't really have championship aspirations because you didn't really believe in yourself to be LeBron. Now Boston, Philly, Toronto, Washington. Uh, even, hell, moving along fifth on my list, the fifth seed in the, in the East. I got Milwaukee. Uh, y'all teams should be, hey, we all should be chomping at the bit. Indiana, y'all should be chomping at the bit to, to, to try to take over this East. It's a new day. I can't wait to see where things go. Uh, I'm moving along. My fifth seed is Milwaukee. I got them fifth in the East. I got Indiana six. Uh, I love what Indiana had. There's the they showed me they're gritty. They're a dog dog team. They got a team full of dogs. I love Darren Collins. I love Oladipo. Miles Turner. I've been seeing some clips of him. He seems like he's uh got in some pretty great shape. Last year was disappointing for me uh, to me for Miles Turner. I didn't really see that that next step in his progression. Uh, he can he comes off as really soft to me uh but hopefully he gets in the way where he can he, he can bulk up a little bit and get stronger and 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 perform at a higher level than he did last year because i think they're he's a volatile piece to that team and uh the way he can hit he can affect shots at the rim is uh it's, it's pretty special so i got them six i got the heat seventh i love coach broster I'm a huge Miami heat fan hopefully they get this d-way deal done there was talks of rumors about him going to china but uh, hopefully we can we can get D Wade back. White side, get your head straight. Uh, it's gonna be fun to watch uh, this Heat team. They always play hard. One thing about Coach Bo's team, they're gonna defend. They're gonna play hard, and they're gonna move the basketball. Uh, I, I can't wait to see this Heat team this year. Goran Dragic, the whole squad, Josh Richardson. It's gonna be fun. To, it's gonna be fun to. Uh, Fun to see them play. I love I love the Heat. I'm a huge Miami Heat fan. Love D-Wade. Uh, of course, I always love my Grizzlies, but the Heat always have a special place in my heart. I don't see them competing for a, a conference finals or anything like that, but they should be a 6-7 seven, seven seed in the East, and they should be competitive. Uh, AFC, I'm calling someone out here. Blake Griffin, and I don't like Andre Drummond. Y'all better be in the gym, and y'all better be working. Y'all need to make the playoffs. It's unacceptable for y'all not to be in the playoffs. Y'all too talented. Y'all getting paid too much. You need to be in the playoffs, dude. If y'all not in this eighth spot or y'all not in this seventh spot, you're disappointing yourselves, and you're disappointing everybody around you. 
It's time to shut up, put up and shut up. The East is out wide open. It's time for two All-Stars to make a push to be competitive in this East. Uh, that's my seed. Uh, that's how we're going to wrap up segment two. Thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned. Stay listening. It's the Rich in the Morning Show. That's on me, baby. Yeah, you can snooze if you want to. But not on me, baby. And no, I ain't taking no loss. Yeah, I got heat, baby. No, I don't know nothing about those. No, I don't sleep, baby. You know what you ain't guessing me. Yeah, I'm on E, baby. Got out the Welcome back, welcome back. Uh, before I get into these NCAA rule changes, I want to stay on NCAA, but let me get into this situation that occurred in North Carolina. Um, there were 13 UNC football players suspended uh, this past week. And of all the things that I've seen in college sports where players have gotten suspended, um, this one right here, is very disappointing, and uh, I wanna I wanna give a head nod to to the NCAA for what they did in the basketball community here recently, and we'll get to that here in a second. But this story just goes to show the many changes uh, that are needed in college sports. These football players were suspended for selling team-issued shoes. Um, Nine of the 13 players will miss four games. Four games. If I'm not mistaken, the college football season is only 12 to 13 games. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, It it may have expanded with the football playoffs, so... Max, you're probably playing 15 games. I don't even know if you play that many, but this you're missing four games. That's a good portion of your season. This team will struggle. I know they struggled last year, but this team will definitely struggle this year. Um, they're trying now to see if they can stagger these suspensions because a lot of the guys play the same position. Um, for these guys, 13 guys to be suspended anywhere from one to four games is for selling your shoes that were given to you. I understand that's a, a violation of the rules, but my question is, why is it a violation of the rules? That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. You give me a pair of shoes, I don't like them. My friend, hey, I love those shoes. They, they'll do anything for those shoes. They'll give you four or $500 for those J's you're getting. You in North Carolina, you get an, ex- an exclusive pair of J's for sure. <laughs> or whatever shoe that you need. Um, and you telling me I can't sell it? I don't know. Y'all just give me this stuff. I don't want it. But I can't sell it and put a little money in my pocket when my pocket's already a little low. That don't make sense to me, man. We There's more changes need to be made in CAA. And um, I'm demanding it. I, I, I believe players should be getting paid. 
10 a month, 10,000 a month at the top schools. At least. That's the least you can do. I'm just throwing a number out there, but uh, my point is these players should be taken care of. They, they throw two, three thousand back on your refund check, and they think that's all good and dandy. No, man. Players need more than that. These top schools, these top programs, North Carolina, your Floridas, your 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 soon to be University of Memphis, your your Dukes, your Kentuckys, these guys that you all throwing on ESPN, making millions and millions of dollars off of, uh, off of these sports uh, channels, you making all this money off these players, and then you're punishing them for selling a, a pair of shoes, a pair of J's. At the most, you're getting, what, two, three hundred? Maybe five if somebody's crazy enough. You can't put, you telling me a player can't even do that. I understand, hey, talking to agents and big Nike sponsorships and all that. But a pair of shoes that you gave these players, that's utterly ridiculous. I don't believe that that is right. I believe, that, like I said, there's more changes to be made. Uh, they did a good stand-up thing with uh, the basketball world and it's a start it, it it's it's a start in the right direction uh for one now players college basketball basketball players can now sign with an ncaa certified agent but only after the season ends uh they can now get meals from those agents i'm sorry i went blank for a second <laughs> bear with me uh they can now get meals from those agents in lodging during the pre-draft process. Um, but once the process is over, they must end the relationship. Now, that's here's my question. That's a, that's a that's tough right there. Now, now you develop this this person who's giving you this stuff, who's 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 supporting you. But now that agent may still be very well interested in you, um, and y'all may be interested in continuing the relationship. So now that you go back to school, you got to end that relationship. I think there's going to be some violations there. <laughs> I don't believe you give a guy an agent. His agent's doing all this for him. There's going to say you go back, you, you 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 go undrafted or you decide to go back to school. Now you end this relationship with this agent. Now you go have a heck of a year. Now you got all these other agents breathing down your throat. You telling me that agent? Ain't seeing that happening that you re- originally started with and, and is not going to do his best to stick with you if he know he got a moneymaker on his hands. I don't think that it's a, a step in the right direction. I commend the NCAA for it, but I, it, it, some of the, the, the wording of the changes is dumb to me. Uh, moving along, I think they're trying to clean up the AU, AU scene. Um, they're now permit making coaches go to more high school sponsored events. So now if you want to see these guys in the summer, you're recruiting. Now you have to go to these high schools. And I appreciate that. I, I, I believe uh, here in the past few years that high school coaches have kind of been cut out. Now, some are still very much involved in where these players are going, but a lot of it, I believe, is more so on the AAU scene. There's more people influencing you on where to go to school or in your ear on the AU scene to have more of an impact than these high school players. That's why you see most, so much movement in, in, in the high school areas because 
players, it's so sensitive, players hearing stuff from their AU coaches, and now, you know what I'm saying, it's affecting them, now they're transferring because, hey, this coach ain't got your best interest, we know what's best for you, now you got players transferring here to here to here to here to here. Uh, I think now that you're putting more power back into the high school coaches' hands, where they have to come see these, come to these high school events, I believe that, uh, it, it'll you will see less movement in the high school area. I think this rule definitely helps that. Um, it, it now it limits your ability to attend AAU and summer to, summer events. You can go to the top 100 camp in June, and you can go to two more major events in June. You can't be everywhere like in the past. You can you can only go to two major events, two major tournaments in the summertime, or two major events. Um, I think this, there's still some work to be done, but I do think this is a step in, like I said, I do believe this is a step in the right direction. Uh, one one big thing that I, I really like that stood out to me with the, this rule change is the official visits uh, now begin August 1st of your junior year, and they you used to get five vi- official visits, and now it goes up to 15. Um, great rule. Uh, I don't really know why they even put a, a limit on that. Uh, you should be able to go visit wherever the heck you want, in my opinion. But it's a, it's a change. Like I said, it's a step in the right direction. There's uh, a lot that needs to be changed, like I said. But this is definitely a step in the right direction. To those players in North Carolina, hold your head, fellas. Uh, continue to prepare to get back and help your team whenever you're back on that field. I think it's utterly ridiculous for those guys to have been suspended. Uh, but, hey, there's a there's a lot of things that you love about the college game, but there's definitely so much that needs to be uh, improved. Uh, I just want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to, to this episode. Uh, we're going to be back real soon. I'm going to give you another episode right after this one. So you guys stay tuned, stay listening. It's the Rich in the Morning Show.